get it. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the newest episode of the Frisco Report. Tuesday night edition, Cowboys played Monday Night Football. Shout out to everybody in the chat box and everybody watching on the replay. Make sure you guys hit down pound that like button. And if you're a lurker, hit that subscribe button. We really do appreciate all of our subscribers that get it going in the chat box. Appreciate all you guys. Shout out to everybody in the chat box. Mike, Victory Tuesday, how are you feeling, man? The Cowboys, man, they look complete. They look complete. And... I, I want to just shout out Anthony Brown real quick, dude. Anthony Brown, dude, so much, so much tension and completions and stuff coming his way, and it, it's just weird how the Cowboys defense works, right? Against these, the, against the Chargers, they had three plays, boom, boom, boom. On that third play, Trey's got an interception, right? You fast forward a week later, three plays from the Eagles on that third play, Anthony Brown got an interception right so it's just crazy how this defense works but I'm, I'm happy with the way Anthony Brown that responded to a lot of criticism the Cowboy fans you know they hear it in that locker room you know they hear it there, there's a lot of Cowboy content creators that are close to these players now so they hear it I promise you they do absolutely bro that's what I said yesterday in my post game too it's like when, when and when Anthony Brown got that interception, I knew it was destiny in the stars. A victory was heading our way <laughs> because, I mean, how how rare is that? You know what I mean? An Anthony Brown interception, it was going to be a good night. And it was. Like you said, this team looks complete top to bottom. Special teams, even they cleaned it up. All right. But, I mean, Mike, let's talk about this this uh this new team how it feels and in particular the defense with dan quinn have they turned the page on previous shortcomings on defense mike absolutely i said this right off right off the bat dude i'm drinking the dan quinn kool-aid i said it right off the bat dude because what flavor because it just it just makes sense to drink out of the dan quinn kool-aid just because we know and what this what this is this is why this, let me let me break this down for you right when chris richard got here what was it dude legion of boom 2.0 remember that remember that right yeah when dan quinn got here we cowboy fans dude we had a different mindset it was man i hope he can turn this team around we we were we weren't expecting worse to first right we were expecting worst to middle of the pack and that was our expectation we lowered our bar just a little bit right from Chris Richard to Dan Quinn and now that they're over delivering that expectation it feels a little bit better right and to play the defense in three games they were okay against Tom Brady right Anthony Brown if he played a little better we might have won that game right if Dan, if, if 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 Zerline made those kicks we probably would have won that game right so there's that in your back pocket then they rallied against these Chargers, and then they took care of the Eagles. They cut their throat, right? So this Dan Quinn thing with the defense, it's working. Dan Quinn staying true to his word. It wasn't a wash and repeat. It was a wash, reinvent, and reinstall. 
and and you can tell that that's exactly what it is. I love it. I love it. You're right. You're hitting right on the head. Reinventing steel, Pantera style, baby. So, Terrence Steele, Mike, holding it down in the right tackle position, not missing a beat, not missing a beat at all. I love it. The offensive line, but Mike, back to the defense. Uh, yeah, I mean, amazing start. Turnovers. I think we're averaging like two turnovers a, a game, right? Two takeaways a game. I think that's what we're averaging. Yeah, uh, I, also, I also think we're uh, probably pro- probably two point like one or two point two or something. Yeah, it, it, it's way up there. It's way up there. So it's it's amazing. It's a big part of our resurgence. Shout out to the super chat. NC's biggest Cowboys fan. Hell yeah, we have Cowboys fans all over the U.S. So that's awesome. NC biggest fan. Dallas is a number two quarter or Dallas needs a number two cornerback Gilmore and a Travis Frederick type center away from being a Super Bowl contender. Don't at me. Mike, let's talk a little bit about that number two cornerback. Are our fans kind of jumping the gun there or or, or, is there, or is there a plan in place for the Cowboys? How do you feel about the number two cornerback here uh, you know for the rest of the season? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm so sick of hearing about Asante Samuel Jr. I'm going to be honest with you. Yes, we're going to be talking about J.J. Watt and Taco Charlton for a long time, that comparison. But I think this comparison, Joe, is a little bit different. We know Asante Samuel is going to be good, right? But we don't know Deshaun's right development and how that's going to look like. We drafted high equity and, and Kelvin Joseph. Right, so let's look at these guys because they're these guys ain't out for the year, they're coming back, right? So we gotta look at that, Joe. And I think a lot of cowboy fans, I don't know, I don't necessarily mean I don't I don't think they're jumping the gun. I like the aggressive approach, but we drafted a lot of pieces on defense, and a lot of that pieces are working. Bohanna, Odigizua, Micah Parsons, all right. Uh Maurice Kennedy finally got on the field. He he didn't look good, but he finally got on the field, right? And he just reps will get get his feet back underneath them. But I I think at the end of the day, let let's see what we got before we start trading away draft picks because you need those draft picks to keep building on this. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100. Uh, thanks for the super chat, NC's biggest Cowboys fan. It's definitely a, a, a discussion that you see online with a lot of fans as far as Gilmore. That's usually the name that pops off, you know, um, everywhere. But I mean, why would um? Why would New England want to trade them? You know what I mean. Like New England is trying to trying to get going themselves. So um, I think at this point, you go with what you have. Like Mike said, um, they're probably gonna, we're probably going to go with Anthony Brown and uh, you know a mix of Kennedy and, and Jordan Lewis until the bye week. In the press conference of Mike McCarthy, if you saw it today, they asked him for updates on uh, Gallimore and Kelvin Joseph. Kelvin Joseph looked like he's he's farther off. So Looks like the bye week probably for both those guys. Nothing impending. They're not going to be back next week or the week after, it looks like. So they're probably just going to go ahead and wait for the bye week there. So let's see what they do there. But once Kelvin Joseph gets his feet under him, I sure the hell hope that he gets in there and makes competition for Anthony Brown. No, and, and this is the beauty of having some depth there, right? You don't have to rush players back. Like the depth that the Cowboys have right now, they're playing solid. You you wouldn't think we're missing a Keanu Neal, a Demarcus Lawrence last night on that defense. I mean, seriously, they're playing at a high level, uh, or a Navelle Gallimore for that matter, or Armstrong. Right? 
I mean, they were missing a lot of pieces, and they didn't miss a beat. So when yeah. you have that kind of depth that the Cowboys haven't had, you you don't have to rush these players, Joe. They can come back. They can get 110% instead of just 100%. They can come back 110% and contribute to the last half of the season. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what they're doing with Donovan Wilson, right, Mike? I mean, we talked about that. Let's let's just let him heal because he's not the most durable player. He's proven that. So let him heal up that groin. And like you said, you know, it's, it's going to be a long season. War of attrition. But you got to feel good about the depth here of the Cowboys. Bradley at nine, Dorrance, Demarcus Lawrence. I mean, we had a whole bunch of guys out. You know what I mean? I mean, the Eagles, you know, they're crying right now. You know, cry, Eagles, cry, or whatever the hell. Die, die, Eagles, die. But we had just as many people out as well. So great question. Now let's let's talk about the the center uh, part of of the super chat here, Mike. A Frederick type center away from Super Bowl contender. How do you feel about um, the center position right now? It looks like this is becoming a weekly conversation with, with fans as far as like kind of down on Beatish. Maybe they're ready to eject them out of there. Uh, but you know, what, what's your take on Beatish right now, Mike? It's so funny you bring up the weekly part of the discussion part of it because that's exactly – dude, when I seen Tyler play yesterday and he was getting beat a lot, that question from last week was on my mind. Like, And I said give him time. But, Joe, I don't know if I can give him time anymore because I'm not seeing anything getting better between game one and day two. And, I, and, and they played against two good defensive lines from the Chargers and the Eagles. The Eagles do have a good defensive line, right? So um, – I, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's definitely a cause for concern. Um, he just needs to hit the gym, man. He, he's weak out there. He, he, needs, he needs to get some leg muscle. He needs to get some arm, some upper strength, and start manhandling dudes because they're throwing him around, dude. Yeah. No, and you're, you're right about it. You know what I mean? Like, they are pretty loyal to these players, their starters, but I think at some point, if it be, if it does continue to be a weekly thing, you, you know the the announcers last night they called it out too. They said the weak link was looks like Fred. I mean, uh, you know, Beatish. So definitely, I, I I agree with that statement 100%. I think he's the weak link right now, um, fortunately, but still getting his feet under him. But like you said, how much longer can you wait on him? You know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, and the popular name that's getting thrown around by some is McGovern, but it won't be McGovern. It will be Matt Farniak, the Stoner, bro. I, I mean, that's why, like, I'm, I'm, I'm really not nervous about the position yet because I feel good behind it because I, I know they really like Matt Farniak. They kept him on the roster. We saw what he did in the preseason. He looked really damn good. Um, it won't be Sewell. McGovern will, will probably be in that mix, but. They like him as the guard depth, and I like what they did with him at the fullback. They, you know, they spiced that up a yes. little. Bit. That was pretty cool. Yeah, but, um, yeah, man, it's something to keep an eye on. So appreciate the super chat, NC's biggest cowboy fan. Appreciate you, bro. There was another super chat that went through there. Yes, sir. We'll get to that one here. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick, guys, and we'll get to everybody else's here. Um, baby lock them doors, <laughs> baby lock them doors. Yeah, baby, baby lock them doors. Why Mike refuses to use his timeouts, Mike? What What is the deal? And I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, people wanted to talk about this as well. Um, the clock management, Mike, what, what is going on with the, with, with the timeouts and that sort of thing? What, what, what are you feeling on that one there? I, I, 
It may, it may be Bones Fossil was right. The Cowboys are the aggressive type of fans, right? And the, the Cowboy fans getting mad about this kind of proved Bones Fossil's statement about Cowboys wanting to be aggressive. Cowboys, what, what was the score there? It was 21 to 7, wasn't it? Yeah, at the half? Yeah. I think it was. I think it was 21 to 7. I mean, do, do you want to risk a potential pick six? Do you want to risk a fumble? I mean, the Cowboys have been good taking care of the ball. I kind of see what Mike McCarthy did there. Um, he took the conservative. There's, a, there's an aggressive and a conservative approach. He took the – so if he was aggressive, he used a timeout, and we happen to throw a pick or somebody fumbled the ball, they get three points off of it. We're not talking about this, right? Yeah. Or we're getting mad that he you know, he was too aggressive, okay? Now we're, now we're talking about him being too conservative. I, I'm actually on – on the like, he does have clock mismanagement, but I, after a day and thinking about it, I kind of understand what he was thinking, and, and I, and I like that. I like that conservative uh, pathway that he took there. Yeah, I, I was the same. You know what I mean? I, um, Twitter kind of went crazy when it happened, you know, but I just felt good where the game was at, and I felt the same way. I mean, it it, it was kind of a it was kind of annoying. But, um, you know, it, it, you watch his press conference today as well. They asked him about it, and he pretty much said the same thing, Mike. You know, pretty much said that, well, you know, I felt good about it where we're at, and that's that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, it is what it is. Now, if it becomes, you know, um, a week, if, it, if this becomes a weekly thing where you're leaving points out there, then, you know, he'll, he'll definitely get dinged a little bit more. But I don't if think it's, it's closer. Anything. If it's closer or if we're down. Yeah, if it's closer, we're down. And speaking of that, Mike, um, and I appreciate that that super chat there by Baby Lock Them Doors. Appreciate you, bro. The the closeness yeah. here, right? So Zerline missing another extra point. Do you, are, are any of you guys nervous about this coming down to a, a close game with Zerline again? Is he still kind of wishy-washy for you guys? 100%. He's already missed two extra points this year. He's uh, He's already missed some field goals. Uh, I mean, he's a liability. Let's call it what it is. You know, we, mm-hmm. we talk about uh, Tyler Bianish. We talk about Anthony Brown. But we got a guy that can actually put points on the board, and it's it's scary. My, I mean, my wife was having a heart attack every time he kicked that, even on an extra point, every time he was kicking that ball. I mean, we had confidence in Mr. Automatic, Dan Bailey, right? I mean, uh, uh, I mean we, we, we just were spoiled by Dan Bailey. Kai Forbath came in there. He was – he was basically Mr. Automatic, six for six on field goals, right? Yeah. So, and then, and then we get Greg Zerline, and uh, you know, it's just not something what we're used to. Um, I mean, Brett Maher would make him and miss him, but I mean, they were making him kick fifty thousand yard field goals almost every week. Um, so, I mean, Maher really didn't get a, a fair chance. But Greg Zerline, dude, you're right there missing extra points, dude. That's unacceptable. That is really unacceptable. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with everybody on that, too. Everybody kind of looks like they feel the same about it. So, yeah, man, it is, it's something to, to, to keep an eye on. Now, um, you know, hopefully he won't have another one of these, you know, uh, yip games where he gets the yip. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. But, Mike, we wanted this game to be a blowout. We want, we want these games to be where it doesn't come down to a final possession, a final field goal. And they finally did it here, Mike. So... What do you attribute the blowout to? What's your take on that, Mike? To the defense, man, giving the ball 
back into the offense's hands, dude. Uh, the Trayvon Diggs with a pick six. And the offense capitalizing in the red zone, not kicking field goals. Um, that was a big thing. Now, they try to get cute in the third quarter. Uh, the, the sweep to, to CeeDee Lamb in that short space, I don't care who you are, that thing's not going to work. I mean, it's too short of an area to try to make that play work. Um, but, but other than that, I mean, they got it in the red zone. They scored Dak extended plays in the red zone. Um, you know, they did everything right in the red zone, and uh, it looked really good, and that's how that's how you get points on the board. Field goals get you nowhere. Scoring points gets you 40 points. Exactly. Yeah, we, we talked about that. You can't trade field goals for touchdowns. You'll lose every time. So I, I, I love what they did, and um, the defense has really been the catalyst, you know, for a lot of these wins. They really have, you know, given the, the offense the ball back. But this one, we were just like on these guys, you know, it seemed like a full four quarters. I think at the end of the third, you know, it kind of did have a little bit of a let up on, on offense and defense, um, you know, letting the Eagles score that, that little gimme touchdown, but yeah, they got back on track. They shut them down again. They scored again with Dalton Schultz to ice the game. Scored beautiful, beautiful, beautiful game. You know, it's, it's what I want to see. So the defense, the catalyst, a lot of people out, Next man up is working under Mike McCarthy right now. And, uh, you know, a lot of it is the youth movement, Mike. So let, let's let's focus in on some of the youth movement. All right, let's talk about Michael Parsons. You know, we talked about were they going to use him at, at the end more or was he going to or was he going to split with linebacker? Cowboys used him uh, primarily as an edge rusher again and uh, had a pretty good effect, had another sack on, you know, the the pro bowler. Lane Johnson, that that's pretty good there. So, Mike, what, what's your take? And everybody in the chat box, what did you think of Mike Michael Parsons' performance last night? The the I mean the dude I mean the, the is he a rookie? I mean he, he said it in his press conference yesterday. People, y'all remember I'm a rookie, you know, and he don't like getting chipped, so we got to keep an eye on that. But uh, he got hit in the ribs pretty hard. But is this guy a rookie? I mean the the speed of this guy, the strength of this guy. It, 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 I mean, this is the Marcus Ware type of player here, Joe, playing that linebacker and type. Like, I mean, it's just phenomenal to see, dude. This is this guy has a chance to be DeMarcus Ware 2.0, and he learned from him in the offseason. Um, the sky's the limit for him. I, I, I don't think this guy's going to be a one-hit wonder at all. The talent is just too much to be a one-hit wonder. We got a talented player. And we traded up. We traded back in the draft, and we still got him. So it, it, it's a great thing to have. Yeah, he, he really is a, a great player. And you, like you said, you don't feel like he's a one-hit wonder. I agree. He just seems really mature. You know, in, in a lot of these interviews, he, he looks like he's like a vet. Like you said, he doesn't – is he a rookie? He doesn't seem like a rookie, right? So um, some of the scattering reports that came out on him, you know, pre-draft, they don't really match what you're seeing now. I mean, you're seeing a mature player. You're seeing somebody dedicated to the team, a leader. So um, it's amazing how he has really affected this team, especially on defense, where we really needed to go from 32 to, you know, the upper echelon. If anybody knows where we're ranked right now defensively, let us know in the chat box. Mike, if you know, let me know. But definitely, I don't even feel like we're in the middle of the pack right now. This defense is getting a lot of takeaways. Pressures, sacks, all kinds of stuff. But I mean, it look—it's a wonderful thing. 
So yeah, I think he's a, a, a superstar in the making. We're going to see that transformation right before our eyes this season. So if he keeps it up, probably going to be a Pro Bowl, maybe even an All-Pro candidate. You know, there have been rookies that, that, that have done that. So, um, you know, LVE had a really good campaign. I think he was he was one of those types of players, you know, Pro Bowl his rookie year. So, um, yeah, Mike Parsons looking the part, looking the part, and he's going to, you know, they're wondering, you know, is he going to stay there at defensive end? Is that his permanent spot? Or does he go back to linebacker? In his interview, he said he was fine playing wherever, Mike. But what do you think the long, the the long ball on on uh, Michael Parsons is, is going to be? Say that again. The long what? What do you think long term he's going to stay at? He's, he's going to mix it up, dude. He's going to he, he played a little bit of linebacker too, and uh, yesterday, but primarily defensive end. I I think you got to rotate him that way because if you can, because when. Lawrence gets back when Greg. I mean, you got a chance to blitz him. You got a chance to put him in coverage. I mean, you got so many ways to use Micah Parsons. Jalen Smith and Leighton Vanderesh are playing at a high level. That's going to help. Keanu Neal playing lights out, too. So, Micah Parsons could be your Swiss Army Von Miller type of player. Von Miller with the Marcus Lawrence type of player mixed into one, and you can mix that up. And I got some, I got some stats for you here, Joe, when you're ready. Yeah, go ahead. So the offense is number five in the NFL, um, all, all the way around. Um, the they on and rushing, they're fourth in rushing. On defense, they are. Oh, I don't think that's right. One second on defense. They're number one in turnovers, but on defense, they're not. They're not where we thought they would be. Yeah, I see some people said – I saw one person say six, two people say 12. So it looks like, I mean, whether we're six or 12, I mean, that's that's really good. You know, if it's 12, then uh, that's that's not bad at all, man, from, from where we're, we're coming from. You know right. what I mean? So those are beautiful numbers indeed on offense and defense. So it's a great place to be, no doubt. Super chat here by A. Lavelle in the house. Appreciate you, bro. Lowest subscriber to the channel. What up, Joe and Mike? Hope you and your family are doing well. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Hope yours are too. This team is looking good, and the scary thing is we are not at full strength. Yes, yes, yes. Parsons is a beast. Even Lane Johnson wanted Parsons' jersey. Yeah, I saw that. That was awesome. Let's go Cowboys. Yeah, Mike, that is a scary thing, right? This team is, is without a lot of key parts on the defense. And they're getting it done. So that's why I feel like this this team is fully bought in with Mike McCarthy and Dan Quinn leading the way, Mike. What, what is your feeling on the, the prospects of this team once we get some of these uh, guys back? Yeah, it's not scary. It's phenomenal <laughs> because the sky's the limit on the defense side of the ball. If the offense can keep up what they're doing and mm -hmm. the defense can stay consistent to what they're doing – we can get in this bracket, dude, and we we might be able to go go in this NFC East, get, get a first round bye, knock these Rams off somewhere along the line, right? Go get a first round bye, get get rested, get even better, and knock these Rams off, right? I, I I'm getting pumped. I need to calm down, but it, it's just it's just a fantastic thing, dude, to 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 really see 
but they, people just got to play at a high level. People got to stay healthy um, with any NFL team, right? Um, there's not a lot of ifs now. There's not a lot of if Micah Parsons can be great. If this, if that. It's Now they got to be consistent because they answered all the ifs. Yeah. Now it's got to be consistent on both sides of the ball. Right on, bro. Right on. Yeah, they, they really have. It's all about consistency right now. So it's, uh, you know, keep, keep that message going, right? So another player that's uh, part of this youth movement, Mike, Osa Digizua, you know, filling in uh, with the, the absence of Navelle Gallimore. The Bruin, the Big Bear, Osa Odigizua, Mike, what's your thought on him? Another dog here? I agree. I agree 100%. He is, Mike. What do you think? The motor on this guy. And I, and I wish, I wish... I would have posted my mock draft up for my channel, dude, because I had Osa Odigizua to the Cowboys in the third round, dude, and uh, and the, the high motor. I mean, just the tech. I mean, you've seen it, dude. I mean, he came in flying out, grabbed Jalen Hurts with one hand, and rocked him, bro, yeah. and with one arm and just rocked him. And that's just what you're gonna get. Now, just let me let me everybody close your eyes and picture something: Randy Gregory, Navelle Gallimore. Osa Odigizua and Tank Lawrence or Micah Parsons, for that matter, on the left side. Tell me you're not smiling with your eyes closed right now because that's what you're going to be getting here soon, guys. Osa Odigizua ain't nobody to play with. Man. That's a third-round steal right there. The Cowboys, they drafted well. They really did. They really, they really, they really drafted well. And, you know, all the picks went to defense, you know, pretty much. Uh, you sprinkled some in on on the back on the back half of the of the draft day three, but they went heavy, dude, and they needed to. And you're you're starting to see, you know, um, those seeds bloom. All right, I, yeah, man. So when we get these guys back, it's gonna be more. I feel like it's gonna be more icing on the cake and just more. You're gonna get more schemes. You know, you'll you'll be able to rotate some players in here. The Marcus Lawrence will probably be. He might become a rotational type of player. I mean, if you want to keep Parsons in the mix, and I don't mind that at all. You know what I mean? I, I don't. But uh, linebacker, you know, I, I feel good with with LVE. I think he's having a solid season so far. He's looking like the old LVE. I, I love it. I think he's getting enough praise, but looking really good. But Osa Odigizua, Mike, big hulkish type of guy. He's got that wrestler background. You see him use that leverage. You really are seeing him use that when he's pressing the pocket, you know, on the way to the quarterback. And that was a ferocious sack. I I, I was kind of nervous that the ref was going to, you know, overreach and call it a flag or something like that. Around but the neck. Yeah. Thankfully, this crew wasn't as bad as the, as the last two crews. I think, you know, it was better, <laughs> a little bit better. But they still had some stupid calls. The touchdown, we were in. We got ripped off there. But anyway. Osa, looking really good, guys. Let me know what you guys think about Osa Odigi Zua. Push respect on his name. I like this. That quick run up the middle was reminding me of young Jay Ratliff. Yeah, I, I agree, man. He did look like a young Jay Ratliff. Jay Ratliff played with a lot of power as well. Yeah, he he kind of did look like that, man. Kind of did, for real. The other young gun, and we kind of touched on this earlier, Mike. Trayvon Diggs, superstar in the making as well. Let's let's elaborate on this. It, it seems like he's getting an interception every game. 
Can he break? Can he break Everson Walls' interception record? What is it? Eleven in one season? It's something crazy like that, bro. I think I think Everson Walls got eleven interceptions in one season. I think that's what it was. Um, Everson Walls, bro. He was he was one hell of a DB for the Cowboys for a long time, and um, you know he's getting kind of comparisons to this type of ball hawk. You know, when you talk about a ball hawk cornerback. Everson Walls in in his day was was that you know what I mean I know some people uh, will, will will say oh Deion Sanders but the ball hawk of these guys it was uh, Everson Walls man this guy was uh, interceptions left and right and, and pe- people got to remember Joe when Everson Walls was playing it was not a passing league I mean offenses were still getting developed when Everson mm-hmm. Walls was playing exactly. So his scheme and what he did with Tom Landry's, that was all scheme and that was all talent. That was all awareness. Now it's a passing league, so you're going to have more corners get more picks, right? Back then, it was, offenses were still getting developed, man. West Coast yeah. offense, I mean, everything, right? Wildcat wasn't even thought of back then. That's how football developed since Everson Walls till now, right? So uh, – and Trayvon Diggs, dude, let me tell you, man, th- this guy from year one to year two, big shout-out to Harris for staying and working with Dan Quinn, uh, developing this corner, right? But big shout-out to Dan Quinn for putting Diggs in situations to be great, whether that's following the number one wide receiver, whether that's practicing technique, whatever he's doing with Trayvon, and Trayvon could just be pure talented, right? He goes against his brother Stefan all the time, etc. whatever. But – I I said it last week. I'll, I said it last night. I'll say it again. Diggs is shut down all day, every day. You look at – Trayvon Diggs don't even have to have interceptions, right? Because a lot of good corners, they don't have the interceptions. But they do have the interceptions when they get thrown to, right? Because when you, you, you shut down – you shut down Mike Evans. You shut down Allen. You shut down Devontae Smith or whoever was on that side, dude. Like, there was nothing going Trayvon Diggs' way. The dude is shut down. Yeah, it, it, it is. He's, he's shutting it down, blanket, Diggs Island. So, I mean, that helps your defense, you know, because it, it, it closes the window on the quarterback. Where are the options? Where is he going to throw the ball to? And if he throws it over there, he might get picked off. So, that is a weapon for us right now, Trayvon Diggs. I asked a question in my community leading up to tonight's stream, asking, has Trayvon Diggs' impact been bigger than C.D. Lamb thus far? Guys, let me know in the chat box. Mike, let me know as well. Um, Trayvon Diggs, second-round pick. C.D. Lamb was a first-round pick. Where, where are you guys on this? As Who has had the bigger impact on the team right now through two seasons? I, it's tough to say, right? But I got to go with Trayvon Diggs here, Joe, for the simple fact that he can change the momentum of a game like that, right? Um, and I, I seen a Twitter post or something. The other, I think it was today about comparing Trayvon Diggs to Ramsey. And I, I, I think they're two different corners. Ram, Ramsey's more aggressive. Diggs is more technique. And I think they're both the same on the speed side of things, right? I don't think anyone's faster than the other. After that pick six, time that 40. Trayvon Diggs is hella fast, right? 
Um, but I, I think it's going to be Diggs, dude. That, that that that's making a bigger impact. The guy yeah. has three takeaways already. Three takeaways as a corner, back to back back games. It, it's it, it's just wonderful to see. That, 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 that's true. That's what it is, right? So I, I kind of feel the same way right now thus far. Now, it, it might change, you know, whether they move on from, from Gallup or maybe Amari Cooper in another, you know, two years or whatever it is. Uh, but uh, right now, it, it, it is it is Diggs. He's, he's, he's really the, the game changer right now. He's really the game changer. Last year, I think right now, if you break it down between last year and this year, Last year probably was CD. I think he was he was ready to go right out the gates. Um, Diggs was still getting his feet on him, but this year, I think you kind of see him passing him a little, a little bit, which is a good problem to have. Yeah, and not, that's a problem. And not, not, that, not that it's even a problem. Wrong, guys. CD's still talented. Yeah, don't, yeah. Let's not get that twisted. CD CD Diamonds is still a boss of bosses. That guy is, is a hell of a wide receiver. I mean, he stepped up in that game. You know, he finds a way to get open. He you know that uh, that high point. He can high point the ball. I love CD Lamb. I just feel that we hit two grand slams in last year's draft. I mean, Lamb fell in our lap. Trayvon Diggs, an absolute incredible steal. Looking at it right now, I mean, some a lot of teams they messed up and picked the wrong cornerbacks. <laughs> you know, I mean, we we're seeing we're seeing Henderson getting traded away. He was a first round pick. Um, we'll be facing him next week, but we'll get to that here a little bit in the video. But Mike, um, yeah, good good stuff here by by the young crew. It's it, these guys are all kind of coming in really close in draft classes. So that camaraderie, Mike, that that goes a long way in building this defense. And you know, some of the names that, that we were so accustomed to have kind of just you know they've kind of gone the way you know, and you know these guys are getting replaced by some young up and coming talent. You know, yeah, no, John, John Turner, you're 100 right, man. They, they, they're, they're both ballers, but we're talking about right now. You got to remember, CD Lamb had some drops uh, early, earlier this year, right? CD Lamb had drops, um, and and he took blame for it, right? Uh, so I mean, CD Lamb made a big catch to get us up our first seven points, but right now, Trayvon Diggs is the leader of that defense, and he's shutting down guys. He's right now, he's the most consistent player at, at that DB position now. Obviously, DB and wide receiver position is apple and oranges. But if you're looking at momentum swingers, Trayvon Diggs is your momentum swinger right now. They, they could be neck and neck. But I think, and Joe thinks that, I mean, they're a hair. Trayvon Diggs is just a hair better right right this second. It could yeah. change next week. Yeah. Yeah, it could change it by the end of the year. Or it could be it could widen the margin either way. So, it's something to watch. It's it's going to be a fun thing to watch, no doubt. They're both ballers, both heavy hitters, heavy-duty heavy hitters. I, I love having both those guys. Ready Red, I love this comment here. Curse needs to stay, need to keep that strong, safety job. Mike, what do you, what do you think about Curse's performance in, in this game as well? I owe Curse an apology, dude. I do. I mean, the, the, guy, the, the guy told us, you're going to get the best version of me this year. I said, yeah, right, buddy. You ain't even freaking played. How about I get the best version of you ain't done nothing? <laughs> Holy crap, dude. Am I yeah. eating crow? Thank yeah. God I'm eating crow, dude, because I, yeah. I, Donovan Wilson, dude, I think he's done. I, I don't think he gets a starting position back. I hope he don't get the starting position back because 
curse. He forced a fumble against Tampa Bay. I think he got an interception. I mean, the guy's creating turnover. Something Donovan Wilson hasn't done in two years. He's done it in preseason. That's all good and dandy. You got to give it to me in live impact. Curse done that. Wilson hasn't. Facts, complete facts, and, and it is what it is, right? I, I know some. There's there's always that 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 fan base that has an allegiance to certain players, and they get mad when when you say things about players that they really have an attachment to, but. The, what, what this team has really done is they've kind of thrown that out the window. They're going with the playmakers, whatever name that is, and that's something that you didn't necessarily see under Garrett. So it'll be a battle for him to get uh, the that that back, I think. I don't think they're just going to hand it to him. You know what I mean? And you kind of have to go with the hot hand. Curse, big body, plays with, with intent, plays to, to hit you and, and make you feel the ground with every, time, every hit he has. So he, he really adds a physical element to that secondary that we've been missing. And to Donovan's credit, he, he's done that as well. He's he's a pretty physical cornerback, but you don't know if he's going to get up. You don't know if he's going to get up after he lays the wood. So curse so far, it, it, this is another problem. It's another good problem to have. You know, you for a long time, we didn't have good depth at, at safety. And going into the season, we thought it was, it was a question mark. Uh, but – you're still looking for that that permanent fixture at safety, Mike. And, we, we, and you talk about that, right, with, with the broom. You know, so got a lot of good pieces in place. Malik Hooker made a play in that game as well, a, a big play in last night's game with, with the knockdown. So uh, it's uh, it's interesting. It's interesting how this, this, this defense has really changed from last year to this year. 100%. One, dude, it's just kudos to Dan Quinn, dude. Because whenever you 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 you're when you're thirty and the team had forty percent turnover and most of it was on the defense side of the ball, right? But and some on special teams, not really, not a lot on offense. You know, you lost Blake Bell, but that's about it, right? But I mean, just to get that because Trayvon Diggs' rookie year to come in here and be thirty second, that had to eat him alive, dude. This guy's from Alabama, used to winning, you know, and then. And then this happens. Like I'm, th- we're, we're ranked 32nd. We can't stop a, a nosebleed. Like seriously, yeah. To, to to this mentality, to this mindset, dude. It's day and night different, dude. I, it it, it it's crazy how that and just having an off season and not having anything, you know, over the web and stuff with these players. Everybody getting a full off season. That that's playing a big help too. But this is just phenomenal to see how 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 fast they turn it around. Indeed, it it really is, and sometimes that's all it takes in this league. You know, you can go from from the bottom to the top real quick, or vice versa. It's kind of what what makes the NFL so dang exciting. You know, it, it's just the uh, the turnover with with rosters, coaching. It just you just never know, really. Um, this is a good question from David Beatty Jr. What is the deal with Tristan Hill, Mike? I don't know. <laughs> right. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and nobody, nobody really knows, and and even the reporters aren't aren't really even asking the question, right? It's like nobody. It's almost like, not that nobody cares, but it's almost like, man, we're we're, we've kind of almost low key moved on from him. I feel like you know what I mean. Like, what is his third year, right? It is his third year, and he's coming off of an injury from last year, and um, you know, I. If we don't have an update from him by the bye week, something's up there. He might just be permanent IR. You know what I mean? So yeah, 
Uh, I don't know what's going on there with him. To get him in the rotation, who knows, man? Who knows? I mean, I think that Carlos Watkins too playing good. I don't see yeah. where he fits in, dude. And maybe uh, he yeah. trade for him. And that's maybe, what I was gonna say. And and Jeff exactly. Jones, maybe he don't want to let him go because it's a second round pick, or you know, there, yeah. there's so many what if scenarios. But and teams probably don't want him anyway. So it's 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 crazy. Yeah, it, it could be. It could be a trade piece, you know, where you do a, a player for player or a trade him for whatever pick you can get, a late-round pick. You definitely wouldn't get a, a day one or two pick for him. I think maybe a six at best, you at know, best. at best. So, yeah, I don't know what, what, what the deal is for him, David, but it's definitely a good question. But no, nobody knows, really. It's it's one of these shrouded in mystery, but slash, do people – really have interest or, or, you know, do they want him in here? Like like Mike said, Carlos Watkins looking really good. Hamilton got called up. He <coughs> he had some snaps in this game. So, um, you know, it's something to monitor. We'll see where they're at yeah. with that. But I don't know if not hearing anything is a good thing or, or a bad thing. So we'll, we'll find out here by the bye week. I think by the bye week, we're going to have some clarity on Tristan Hill either way. Speaking of the bye week, Mike. Let's go ahead and get into the final segment of tonight's video. Forecasting the next three games. We have three games coming up, then we hit the bye week. So first, Mike, we have, um, you know, the Carolina Panthers. That's our next game at home. Then we have a, a, a one other game. that the, the next game would be the Giants at home. And then we're on the road with the Patriots to wrap up this three-game stint before the bye week. Um, so let's talk about that real quick. John Johns, appreciate that that super chat, um, straight up donation there. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you donating to the channel. Appreciate you, man. Mike, a quick preview of these next three games, and we'll hit we'll hit Carolina because that's that's the next game here. Carolina Panthers on deck, coming to AT and T Stadium with a with a three and zero record, right? So, what's your thought on, on that, Mike? On your prediction here, like. What kind of problems could they give us? Are you afraid of the Panthers at all? Well, they got 14 sacks. They lead the league in sacks with 14, okay? They, they, they are only allowing 191 yards per game. Total, total offense their defense is allowing. That's incredible numbers, Joe. That is. Um, and I don't even know. I got to look and see who they played. Who has the Panthers played? Uh, to, to, those are impressive numbers, dude. Like. That's that's crazy to me. Yeah, definitely. I got to look up their schedule. I'm sorry for the dead air. Well, they did play the Texans last week, which that that definitely will will fluff up anybody's number. The Texans are absolutely a horrible okay. team. Here we go. Here we go. They played the Jets. They played the Saints, and they played the Texans. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> let's talk. Let's let let's talk some football here, Joe. Yeah. Uh, that's not good. No, I, I don't. None of those teams are good. The Saints aren't good, man. They're they're no. not going to win with with Winston and and that no. that that flux there at quarterback. But listen, the Cowboys have momentum. The Panthers have momentum. I mean, their defense is feeling hot. Fourteen sacks, one hundred ninety-one yards allowed total offense per game. That's incredible numbers. Dak, this offense, they got to take care of that ball. This defense. Sam Darnold, last time we played him, he was in a Jets uniform, and he tore us up. Yeah, okay. I remember that. I remember that very vividly. 
Um, but luckily, we got new defensive players. We got new defensive scheme. We got new defensive coordinator. I'm expecting this to be a close game. I am. But the Cowboys, they take care of business, take care of the ball, take the ball away, run the ball, and don't get cute. They can they can win this game. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that, Mike. I, I think this is this is a game where I feel that, that we can definitely win it. We're at home. They have key injuries out, big injuries. McCaffrey's not – he looks like he's going to be out. Um, and uh, J.C. Horn, who who we liked in the draft coverage this year. So he was already off to a pretty good uh, start for the season. Uh, him and Sir Tanner are looking pretty good. But they lost J.C. Horn to a, a broken – I think he busted up his toe, a similar issue to uh, – to Lawrence, I think he had some some foot issue, right? Broken foot, so he's yeah. out. So yeah. you get dinged up there, but it'll be this will be another good test for Terrence still because I, I think you know, like you mentioned, the sacks they're getting to the quarterback for a reason. I, they have a pretty good front. You know, you got you got Burns, you got you got some other um, some other talented edge players there on that team. The middle there, they've always been you know pretty stingy up the middle, so. It's going to be a good one. Like you said, it might be a close game, and I wouldn't be surprised if it is. And like you said, Mike, you know, Sam Darnold did tear us up, you know, with the Jets. You figured he would be more of a, a statue quarterback, and we still couldn't get to him. But this defense, they are. <laughs> They're getting to the quarterback. So being that he's not as mobile, now he does have some mobility, right, Mike? But not like we, what we saw from Jalen Hurts and um, and this sort of thing. So – we should we should be able to win this game, Mike. I feel good about this game with, with the Panthers and you. You beat a, a three and zero Panthers team. You're getting the momentum rolling going forward, right? One hundred percent, dude. It's a noon game. I, I don't I don't know if I'm sure they'll show it all over the nation. That's the Cowboys, baby. Um, but uh, yeah. Also, check your local listings. But it's going to be the game of the week. Not at noon. <laughs> not at noon. <laughs> But no, I, I think uh, is that a noon game? Yeah, it's a noon game. I, I think the Cowboys, man, they, 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 it's at home. They gotta go take care of business. Cowboys riding hot right now. They got a short turnaround. Um, you know, pa- Panthers. I mean, they they got they're three and zero, dude. They they got momentum. They got, the Cowboys just gotta take care of the ball, run the ball. They gotta run the ball. I don't care how good their front seven is. You gotta wear. I mean, you seen what we did to the Eagles defensive line, and they got a pretty good defensive line. They were huffing, puffing, oxygen. They look fish out of water, right? That's what we yeah, got to yeah. have the same mindset, dude. To go in there and go cut some throats, dude. Blood and guts all day long. Let's go get it. I love it. That's what you got to do, man. Because a tired player, you know, doesn't doesn't play well, right? So, what does Jimmy Johnson say? A, a tired player is, um, you know, a coward. The tiredness makes makes people cowards, right? So, that's what the Cowboys did. You know, they didn't want to. <laughs> I mean, we we just we had our way with with that line, you know. It's a pretty good line, Fletcher Cox. We wore him out where he was cramping up. Hard graves, yeah. Hard graves, yeah. We're 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 putting it to him. They did win some of the. They did win some snaps, right? But for the most part, I mean, we took it to him, so it's good. So let's do it again. Let's do it again with them, Mike. The next game that that we that we have would be the Giants at home to finish the that three home stand there. At AT&T Stadium with the Giants coming to town, will Joe Judge or Jason Garrett still be on the team by the time we play these guys? I think they'll have a new quarterback, dude. I don't. They might start calling McCoy, dude. You never know. 
you never flipping know, dude. Couple coins beat us plenty of times, but uh, no, that's that. That should be put a win there too. Now, I, I got us going six and zero in the division, and I mean that one hundred percent. We're going six and zero. We're sweeping the East, all right. And that that alone, that alone, sweeping the East alone is going to get us into the to, to the playoff bracket. So yeah, uh, so it's it's, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You win the division, you get in. You know what I mean? So you win the division, division champs. I, I, I feel with I'm with you on that, man. I think we are the cream of the crop of the division. Just what you saw, we just destroyed. We totally obliterated these guys, right? So the Giants, it could be a bloodbath. I mean, they, they might have to, like, you know, forfeit the game at halftime with these guys. We're going to totally obliterate these fools. That, that, now, that game might be one of those games you would call a trap game because – these guys are going to probably come into this game without any wins. I don't see them winning any any games anytime soon. So that Giants game might be a trap game, but they won't fall for it. Mike McCarthy is preparing these guys really well. I think we're going to crush these guys. It might be one of these games where if Joe Judds and Garrett are still on the team, one if one of those guys might be canned after that game. And I'm serious about that. Magic, you hit it right on the head. I definitely did a Joe impersonation. We are sweeping. <laughs> yeah, we are, man. We we definitely can do it. I mean, I am not afraid of any of these teams, and it and it and it's uh, just from what you're seeing because, and it's not fake bravado. I think with this is you're you're seeing the trajectory of the team. They've bought in. This isn't like we're getting lucky. Like we're actually doing doing pretty damn good. So that's probably going to be a win there, Mike. Now the final game will be on the road at. The Cheatriots, New England Patriots, before we go to the bye week. So, Mike, well, how do you feel about that game there? We'll get another win, dude. Let's go get another win. Let's I'm writing that down. I'm writing that down. Another Write that win. Down. Win. Dub. Put that in there. And, and this all boils back down to what I – this boils back to what I said earlier, Joe. Consistency. All the what-ifs, they've been answered. How can we be consistent? We should have beat the Buccaneers. We should be right here three and zero, right? All oh, yeah. the portals are answered. Now stay consistent. Get players healthy. Get players back. Play consistent and go win ball games. Absolutely, absolutely. Shout out to Dallas Cowboys fan nineteen eighty in the house. Always showing love in the chat box, bro. Appreciate you. Here we go, guys. <laughs> Two down. Three to go. Three to go. <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah, bro. So, yeah, I think that that Patriots game that'll be a good one. Uh, you know, they, we, we're gonna get the the rookie quarterback there, Mac Jones. Uh, but he's pretty smart with the ball for the most part. But I, their receivers, I don't. They don't really have any receivers. Trayvon Diggs could have a feast fest here on a former teammate, <laughs> on Mac Jones. So, uh, just what he did with Devontae Smith, Jalen Hurt, former teammates. Eating their lunch, bro. Like Trayvon Diggs, no mercy, bro. <laughs> Trayvon Diggs is like putting it to his team, his ex teammates at Alabama, and I love it, man. So uh, playoffs, we with two spoons. That's that's gonna be a, a good game, no doubt. You know what I mean? Uh, Belichick, he always has his team pretty prepared. It, it'll be a good game, and you know, I'm, I don't think it'll be a blowout, but it should be a game that will that we should be able to take here on the road. Yeah. We should be McCarthy. able to give them a rude awakening. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to break them in. We're going to break them in. Uh, turnovers, 
you know, as a traditional pocket passer, uh, traditional pocket passer, right? So you should be able to get some sacks, pre- strack, uh, strip, sack, fumbles, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> and, and, and come away with the dub, man. So Mike and everybody in the chat box, this three-game stretch that we have coming up here before the bye week, we could be 3-0, and you know? What would that put us at the bye week? We would be, right now we're 2-1. and 5-1, and one, Joe. We could potentially be five and one, all right. And even if you have a hiccup, which I'm not thinking we would, but if you did have a hiccup, you know, four and two. But I think it's more towards five and one. I and think that we go five and one, Joe. After this bye week, we get a lot of key pieces back, baby. Come yeah. play with me. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's what it is. That's what it is, and the. The media guys, they'll be jumping on the bandwagon as well. Don't don't go for it. Don't listen. Don't watch ESPN, first of all. These guys I don't are not watch none of them, dude. I'll tell either. you what I'll watch. I'll give you my sources. You ready? Skywalker Steel, Joe Rod. I'll watch Joe Rod first. Skywalker Steel. Yeah. A little Jay Tuck. Night Dallas Cowboy fan, nineteen eighty. I watch him. But other than that. Those are the four you need to be watching. Those are the four you need to be watching because other guys, yeah. they let money get to their head and they can't have a valid opinion because they they have to get that revenue in. Yeah, I, I think I think that's what I do too. I mean, I know it is. I, I, I watch everything on YouTube. You know what I mean? I, I don't watch ESPN. That poisons the mind. You know, all, all these stupid rankings and this crap, it, it's, it's bull crap. Like, don't even – don't poison the mind. Like, ESPN poisons the mind. But, guys – Great show tonight. Can't do this without you. Big thank you to everybody that watched this live. Everybody in the chat box, appreciate you guys. We can't do this without you. And it uh, really makes it a lot of fun when we get wins. But either way, man, it's uh, it's great to see all you guys in the chat box. Make sure you guys hit that like button on your way out. Any lurkers, hit subscribe. Show your boys some love. Appreciate the shout-outs to everybody in the chat box. See them live out there. Uh, do appreciate yes, that. Media makes good film breakdowns. Yes, sir. That's another. Yeah, yeah. He saw when when he makes videos, he's uh, he'll, he'll come out like like the groundhog and make a video that really pops. So yeah, he's he's a good one for breakdowns. Mike, let everybody know where they can find you if they haven't already, bro. Big shout out to Mario right there. The Fresco Report has the best draft day coverage, better than ESPN. You damn right. If well, as, as long as we can get our our TV synced. But uh, no, cow- <laughs> underscore Cowboys Corner on Twitter. Cowboys Corner right here on YouTube, guys. I'm dropping videos like it's 2029, baby. I'm dropping all kinds of videos, so y'all be, y'all be looking that out. But, hey, hey, these Cowboys look good, man. Are they pretenders or contenders, Joe? Looking like contenders, baby. Looking like contenders. But They're chicken tenders, baby. Woo! These next three games are really going to – it's really going to get the ball moving for us. I think this is going to really get the momentum going for us. This next three-game stretch before the bye week. And like we just said, I think we can we can sweep these games. So let's get it, guys. Let's get it. Guys, that's all we have for tonight. That's all for tonight. Appreciate all you guys. We'll catch you for the next one. I'll see all you Friday for my Friday Night Frenzy Cowboys blog live video on Friday night. See you all then, guys. Peace.